we got some more boot camps coming up, all kind of things. So and you need to be a part of this. Okay? But you're only going to see this content if you join. You can go right now to they don't know they can dot com or you can wait for the invitation. But as I said, if you want to change it tomorrow, you need to start by today. So I suggest you go sign up. Because we're going to continue with the rest of this year, creating simple strategies, helping you get the most out of 2015, creating a plan to change your life. So you can tell yourself a great story when you run into yourself in 12 months from now. Now, past events. Thursday morning, I went to the Pink Premier Breakfast hosted by Felicia Phillips. It's outstanding. Yeah, I was only a man in the room, but I enjoyed it. That's really what it's about, collaboration. They did a great job. Uh, I'm just excited about the new year and just being part of it. I then went to the holiday party for SCORE. My good friend Jim Foster invited me. And I got a chance to get up and tell these volunteers for SCORE how much we appreciate the work that they're doing. I don't know, if you have not used SCORE, you need to look it up online. You're thinking about starting a business, you're working on your business plan. These are all seasoned executives. They look at your plans. They'll go through it with you and tell you what to do. Uh, they work in conjunction with my program and the stuff that I do. I've always overjoyed when I know that someone's went and met with SCORE. So go check them out. And also, on Saturday, we held a boot camp, the Urban League, uh, a four-hour boot camp. We had over 30 people there the Saturday before Christmas. And they stayed all day. I think I could have kept them there a few more hours because we had such a great time just talking about how we're going to change our lives through small business and it was just very exciting so look be on the lookout for these kind of events coming up next year don't miss there's always going to be limited seating because we only want a certain number of people so we can really interact with them so check it out get on the list and you'll get invited upcoming events the only thing i really want to say is upcoming is December 31st at the Apex Museum, New Year's Eve, a Kwanzaa event. It's a fantastic event. you got to bring your family to it. Just be in the room, be in the house. Just the history, just the camaraderie, just family. going to be storytelling. There's going to be all kinds of things going on. If you want to be a vendor at it, we still have room to be a vendor. Not expensive. I think it's $25 a table. If you got something you want to sell to the public or something you want to sell some books or whatever you have, Contact me or contact the Apex Museum. But go to apexmuseum.org for more information. So I got a great show set up for us tonight. Uh, I, I'm very excited to have Mr. Mohammed Zaire with me. But we're going to really get it in. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I'm going to do the Cap Builder Minute tonight. It's going to be on commitment. You know, the big C word. A lot of us are afraid of it. But I'm going to talk about it tonight. So don't be scared. All right, I'll be back in a minute. You listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues. Facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. 
SRN. We do radio. Do you have tax issues? Oh, back taxes or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. The 2016 U.S. Department of Energy Small Business Forum and Expo will take place in Atlanta, Georgia, next May 23rd through the 25th. Small businesses interested in working with the federal government are encouraged to attend. The forum will provide educational workshops on how to contract with the government, as well as business matchmaking sessions for all small business concerns. For additional information, please visit the event website at smallbusinessconference.energy.gov or call 571-297-4006. This has been a public service announcement. Survival Radio Network, with now more than 1 million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. yes. You are tuned to the hottest network out. S-R-N. We do radio. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. My cat build a minute. Tonight I'm going to talk about commitment. Big C word. I'm going to start out with a quote that I like. There's a difference between interest and commitment. When you're interested in doing something, you do it only when it's convenient. When you're committed to doing something, you accept no excuses, only results. And that's what you got to think about it. You know, when I do my workshops a lot of times, we find out there's two types of commitments. You know, there's commitment to yourself and there's commitment to others. I generally will ask the question, who do you commit to the most? And the answer always comes back to others. But the thing is, why is that? You know, and it's not your fault that we've been raised to give to others, take care of others. You know, if you're living a good life, you want to look out for other people. But we have to be careful because if we make commitment to too many people, we're not making a commitment to ourselves. And that's when we start having problems. So I want you to think about this. You have to learn how to commit to yourself because if you're not committed to yourself, then how are you growing? Because if other people say they're committed to you, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, but you have to commit to yourself because if you're not committed to yourself, that means you're not controlling your time. If you're not controlling your time, somebody else is. Okay, and you got to be careful with the time is all you have. 
So I, I've been teaching a lot of people that in order to start moving forward to, to make a commitment, you got to do these three things, okay? First thing, you got to make a plan, a personal plan for your life. Because if you make a plan that you're going to plan to do something, you write it out, you put it on paper, when somebody comes to you and asks you to do something that's not in your plan, you can go back, you can look at it and say, no, I can't do that. that that's not in my plan. All right? Your plan not only tells you what you're going to do, but when you're going to do it. If you want to write a book, make an appointment with yourself for every evening or every Wednesday evening from 5 to 7 that you're going to work on this book. So when someone calls and asks you, hey, you want to go to such and such, you got a plan. All right? Stick to your plan. The second thing I want you to start practicing is, this is going to be a tough one, practice saying no. I had a, a young lady in my workshop this weekend. She came up with the phrase, no is a complete sentence. A lot of times you can say no. You don't have to give an excuse. People say you want to do something. You say no. You don't have to say, well, I got to do this. I got to do that. You just don't want to go. You just don't want to do it. Some of you are going to have to get in the mirror and practice. No, no, no. Okay, but practice saying it. And sometimes knowing the means you're not going to do it, but just not right now. Because people expect you, when people text you, they expect you to text them right back. No, not right now. When people email you, they expect you to email them right back. No, not right now. Do it when you're ready. And the last thing that I want you to do is you do you. Okay, let's say that one more time. You do you. Be the you that you want to be, but you only can do that with a plan, all right? But you got to do it. I'm telling you, if you don't get this straight, we're going to talk tonight about some branding and some things like that. But until you make a commitment to make these changes, you're just going to keep talking about it. So I'm here to help you. We're here to help you. So stick with me. we got a great show coming up. I'm going to bring you in when I come back. I'm going to set the stage for the conversation with Brother Mohammed Zaire, and uh, he's going to be talking about branding yourself, how important it is and how easy it is to do if you know the secrets. And tonight we're going to learn those secrets. Get a pen, get a piece of paper, or just listen to the playback because he's going to be bringing it to you. This is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the conversation of branding yourself tonight. Be right back. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I, uh, some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. The traditional light bulb. A groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. 
Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. You feel petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. Not knowing what to do. You do nothing. But if you do something, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about your options. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Survival Radio Network. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Cat Builder Talk. Talking about things that may help you change your life. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the business of branding yourself. I'm going to start with just a little something I want to put into your head. A lot of you are coming to me, you want to start a business, but you don't think about marketing. You think about you're going to be using social media and you're going to be running ads. But you may have never considered marketing, but I have to tell you, you're already doing it, okay? When it comes to your own life, you're marketing your personal brand every single day. Marketing boils down to how you serve yourself and those around you. What you put into your friendships, what you put into your job. When you're marketing yourself, it's a conscious thing, but sometimes you're doing it unconsciously. Okay? We're going to talk about tonight how to make it conscious. But that's what marketing truly is about, creating a consistent experience for your customers. Whether you're a big brand company or just manage your life towards your own personal goals. The key here is to take control. We're going to talk about that. How to be your own brand manager. You have to set the course. It's your show. Love your brand. And with that said, I'm going to bring in the man with all the answers tonight. <clears throat> Brother Mohammed Zaire, how are you doing this evening, man? Hey, Mark. Uh, I'm doing well and, and proud and happy to be with you um, on this Christmas week coming up. And uh, we're in great celebration yeah, yeah. mode, and, and we need to celebrate ourselves. Christmas should be also not, as you say, only Christmas, but sometimes we get in the habit of celebrating everybody else and giving and serving everybody else, and we put ourselves last. That's something that uh, is honorable in some ways, but in other ways, it can also hold us back. So we're going to be talking about the well, business you, of pulling yeah. yourself well, you know what? up front. Since, since you just brought it up, Uh-oh. it wasn't the first <laughs> thing I talked about. I heard a little echo from your side, but... Um, okay. committing to ourselves. We want to give to everybody else. Because we were told that we were brought up that if you you looked out for you, you were being selfish. That's right. Okay. You know, and I think, yeah. you know, you think about yourself, yeah. you think about yourself, that's selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's look at it this way. The people who have made it in life, however you want to describe that, they made it by thinking about themselves first 
enough so that they could create a brand for themselves that they then took into the marketplace and then made their fortune. But they had to take the time to see themselves as being worthy, see themselves as having something to offer, something to give, and then go tell the world, this is what I have. Yeah, man. And, and, but a lot of, <laughs> yeah, but so, so, so many so many things and rules we get to learn to break like this. If you do for yourself, you're being selfish. If you think about yourself, you're guilty, you know. And to me, if you don't think about yourself and got yourself straight, how can you even help someone else? You can't. You hit it on the head, Mark. You hit it on the head. The people who understand power and influence understand that you have to first deal with you. You first have to get your mindset right and then go out into the world with that mindset. You don't operate with the mindset of the masses. Let's, let's, uh, let's kind of like repeat that. You don't operate with the mindset of the masses. And what we mean by that is the masses, as it's in almost any society, any culture, are the people who follow the leaders. They just follow. And they're different directions. They're different. There's a different value system. There's a whole lot of things that are different for the masses versus the leaders. Okay, so what we have to yeah, first that, ask of ourselves, are we, are we leaders or followers? Because there's two separate rules. Right. As an entrepreneur, you've got to be a leader. No, no if ands, or buts. You're you not a be. follower. Yeah, you got By definition, yeah, you're you not a follower. Leader. You're a problem solver. You think outside the box to solve problems. That's what entrepreneurs do. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that because in a lot of my classes now I do a self-analysis, you know, sheet. And what people find out, most of the people in there are the people that everybody comes to when they need help. Yes. Okay. Yes, the yes. questions and answers, they're the natural leaders, but they don't recognize that they are a lot of times. Yes. You know, but it, it, I said, who, who in your family does everybody come to when they have a problem or when they need help? And they say they raise their hand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's uh, important this this idea of mindset. You you say it over and over again to your listening audience, and and you do that not because you don't have anything else to say, but because it is the single most important thing that you can do in life, <laughs> not just in business, in life. What is your mindset? Do you have the mindset of a follower or do you have the mindset of a, of, a, of a leader? Do you have a mindset that keeps you a slave to society or does it, does it free you up from society? You know, what does your mindset say about you, the individual? Does your mind say, I'm, I, I don't have the skills, um, I, I'm really not, I don't have a college education, so I guess I'm not really very smart. Um, I, uh, do you down yourself? Do you degrade yourself? Do you hold yourself down or do you lift yourself up? No, I didn't go to college, but I know a lot. Let me show you what I know. Let me tell you what I've learned. You know? Yeah, I don't have that title, but let me, let me tell you what my experience has taught me. Oh, that's a different mindset. <laughs> but we got but we're helping people right now that you know that's why we started this campaign. They don't know they can because I'm meeting a lot of people that have all the knowledge, experience, skills, but they don't know that they can do this because of what you just said. They're not trusting yeah. in themselves. They don't really feel they have the skills. But that's why we're starting this campaign to help people understand they got it. Yeah, it's got it. I'm so proud of you. 
Hey, I'm so proud of you for putting this campaign forward. Uh, I remember when you were, when you first were thinking about it and when you first said it, it rang so many wonderful bells inside me. And I know it's going to ring wonderful bells inside other people because it really is about empowerment. We're in the age of empowerment. Now is the time to do the things that you've always wanted to do. Now is the time to muster up enough courage to ask for help because there are lots and lots of people around like your organization, like SCORE, like a lot of people and places where you can go and get help to do whatever it is that you have a mind to do. And all you have to do is, as you said at the beginning of the show, is have a sense of commitment and most importantly, a sense of commitment to yourself and your goals, dreams, and aspirations. But it's a beautiful program, man. It is. Yes, yes. You know, we're going to kick it out. We're going to talk about it more next week. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through what it actually is. But let's, let's get started with our conversation tonight about branding yeah. and how important it is. So the first thing I want to talk about is first impressions, that visual brand. So let's talk wow. about the importance of it. Wow. I, it's You know, it's interesting because um, I believe at at the seminar we were doing over the weekend, um, a young lady um, who was into uh, visual brands, if you will, was um, acknowledging how important it is for you to present your best or put your best foot forward, present your best self, present yourself in a way that people, one, will remember you. People, too, will be able to see you as the professional or as the person that you say that you are. It goes back to authenticity. When, when you're authentic, by the way, what you do and what you say, you actually believe. And people can see that and feel that. You know, the BS meter is, is everybody has one now. So if you come out saying that you're <laughs> one thing and you look entirely different, that disconnect will move people away from you. So the way that you look is extremely important. And that's not to say that everybody has to have on a $400 suit. or No, it's not about that. It's really about finding what works for you in terms of colors, finding what comes across as professional. We were speaking earlier about, um, you know, back in the old days, uh, when you went to go see a, a banker, what color was the suit that a banker wore? Everybody raised their hand and said blue. <laughs> that was it. Every now and then black, but you never saw a banker in a blue in a, yeah, in a uh, you saw, brown suit. You saw grays and blue. You saw grays yeah. and blue. Yeah, yeah, but never brown. Brown was forbidden. <laughs> no, <that's>, right. <laughs> so there's a every every um how can I say it? Every profession has a um a a look that will consider it standard, a look that that's that's that qualifies that profession. It is difficult to go in a suit and a tie to meet with plumbers. Okay? Because it's not the, it's, it's not how they present themselves. They may not even re, uh, relate to you based on the fact that you're coming to them in a way that's suitable for them. That's not how they walk through life. That's not what they do. That's not how they they interact. So quite often we have to address according to the audience that we're getting in front. Right. right. So yeah, those, I think all those so things important. go into that. But we were even saying like now with the internet and social media. Mm. Your visual wow. brand is even more important what you present out on the net. Your Facebook exactly. photos and your Instagram, you know, uh, I try to tell people if you're going to start marketing yourself, get some professional photos done. Okay? Yes. 
Uh, don't use the photos your cousin took or your selfies. If that's all you got, you got to start with what you got. But the thing is, you get one chance to make that first impression. Just one. So, one chance. And yeah. it's getting less and less time, as a study once showed. Right. You know, back 10, 15 years ago, you know, you had about 30 seconds to make that impression. Nowadays, you have like about three seconds. The, the, the consumer is so savvy now that within three seconds, they come up with an impression of you that either is right or wrong, but whatever it is, you have to go with it. If it's wrong, right. then, you'll be fight, then you'll be fighting that impression for as long as it takes to, to, to change it. Can't make a sale that way. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, you're, you're speaking about a visual, the, the, how we come across on the internet, which doesn't give us very much time. Doesn't, we don't have a lot of time when we even in person, but branding is kind of a good time to bring up what I consider to be a, a fair definition of branding. Branding is the action that establishes presence in the mind of your customer base. Okay, or your consumers. It a presence. Now that presence can be defined, or so I should say, that action can be defined either as a logo. It could be, you know, a particular suit of clothes that you wear, or a certain way you wear. You wear a big bow tie, but there's something that grabs their attention and holds them and holds that attention in their mind. You know, Nike when, when Nike first started, N I K E. What does that mean? Okay. It had no dictionary meaning. No one really understood what the brand was, if you will. But with millions of dollars behind them, they could make the word mean something. Then after a while, the word Nike disappeared, so to speak, and was replaced with just a check mark, a fancy check mark, a unique check mark, but a check mark. But what does a check mark mean to most people? It means it's okay. It's yes. It's, you know, it's correct. So wow. they use a little psychology in there, but they branded that thing. And then they went beyond that later, you know, to a whole nother level of branding. But again, it's some action, a logo, a, a way that you look, um, the way that you speak, an accent, something that establishes a presence, meaning it allows the mind to remember that thing. And now they make that association and you're in the mind of the customer. Now, what you do after okay. that in terms of what's in their mind is what counts. Well, well, that's what we're going to talk about next. That was a good lead-in. You got their attention. Now yeah. you have to deliver what you represent, your product or service, that brand. Mm-hmm. So what do you do yes. with that? How do you, how do you present that? You got their attention. What's yes. next? Well, I like to – I look at all this in, in, with my formula, which is really simple, why, how, and what. This is the place that I would call the how. And the how is, how are you uniquely different from other people who are presenting pretty much the same kind of product, okay? You might have a suit of clothes that you're a, you're, you're a, a tailor or a seamstress, and, you, and you're selling this suit. Well, there are millions of people selling suits. Why should I buy your suit? You should have that answer roll off your tongue so quick they don't know what's happening. And it should make sense, and it should grab them. That's how. We all have abilities, and we all have to toot our own horn, our abilities. Because if we don't toot it, no one else will. We have to toot our own horn first. In fact, back um, a few years ago, I, one, of, one of the branding labels I was used was BYOB. Now, when we were in the clubs, BYOB meant something else. We won't go talk about it. It was mm-hmm. bring your own, and we won't <laughs> something else. But now, 
for me, it means be your own brand. B-Y-O-B, be your own brand. Take that Lee jeans off the back of your, your, your jeans and put your name back there. Put Zaheer back there. Put Parham and Mark on the back of your jeans. Be your own brand. See yourself as worthy of praise and worthy of people following you, whether they're following you because you have a great product or you have a great service. They respect you and they hold you up as a brand because they see you as separate from the rest of the masses, if you will. So separate yourself okay, you, with what you do best. Yeah, so, okay, that sounds easy. So, but how it do you is. get to that when you work with somebody? Well, they come to you and they yeah. say, Ryan, you know, help me develop yeah. my unique selling proposition. Yeah. What do you take them And I say, okay, those are nice big words, and they, they're really nice. But let me tell you, let me ask you a couple of questions. And I start asking them questions about them. Why are you selling the suit? How did you get into suit selling? And what happens is that I I go deeper, I delve deeper and deeper and deeper till I find out why they are selling that particular product. How does that product give them joy? (laughs) Okay. And where did that joy come from? What were the experiences in their life allowed them to have joy around putting two pieces of of, uh, cloth together to, to make clothing that then turned into Boom, this this fabulous suit. And when I find that out, then I start finding unique differences. And sometimes, here's one that's so, so simple. Sometimes the most unique thing about a brand is the story of its creation and the story of the creator. The best example of that was, <laughs> was the chicken man, Purdue. In fact, he, I hate to say this, but sometimes he even looked like a chicken. He was so closely, closely aligned with his brand, <laughs> looked like the chicken. All right, and I'm only saying that to say that there was a way in which he embodied his brand. Everybody can. If you're selling something that you that really is close to you, close to your heart, you're selling food. You're selling, um, um, like the young lady who was selling all those um, beauty products that were all natural, so natural you could eat them. You know, um, she was really proud about her product. And I bet you right. there was a good she story really there. But I yeah. can feel I that. You're that right. made me want to try her product. That's branding. Okay? You know, and that's it's the, funny. That's the road. It's funny you talk about a story. I was working with a guy one time, and he was a painter. And I was trying to help him develop mm-hmm. his brand. And, uh, but I'm not certified. I don't have any of this. I said, well, how did you learn it? And he stopped, mm-hmm. and he looked up, and he said, my grandfather taught me. He was a master painter. And you can just see the the thoughts come back in his head about spending that time with his grandfather learning how to paint. So when he got through telling me this, he's like, shoot, I know what I'm doing. My grandfather, he's a master painter. You know, I can see him wow. all of a sudden realize why he knew what he knew. And that goes to your story, yes. the story behind his brand. Yes, yes. That's it. That's the simplest way to to separate yourself from the competition. And guess what? When you separate yourself based on your own story, you have no competition because there's nobody competing right. with your story. When you heard that story about him or when I heard the story about this young lady's products and, and the joy she had and the pride she had, <laughs> she, was in a, she was in a league all by herself. 
if I had if right. I had the need for the product, and I should have bought the product for a Christmas gift, but I should have gone and bought the product mm-hmm. right then. I, I was moved. So that's what we want our brand to do. That's what we want our story to do. That's how we differentiate ourselves. That's how we develop the how of the why, how, what model. So to answer your question, it is easy if you just allow yourself to be you. Be your okay. own brand. You know, okay, well that's, your that's, own that's a now. That's a set right now because if you touch your own, I mean, it goes back to that. Now if you set yeah. your own horn, now you're an egomaniac. Yes. Okay. Yes. All yes. right. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're right. It does have things. to be done. It has to be done with grace. Well, it it has, has to be done. Well, but the fact of the matter is, when we really look at how people have been controlled, you know, if you don't toot your own horn, you know, you don't do these things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what we really have to do is learn how to do it correctly. That's correct. That's absolutely right. Do it correctly. And correctly means that there's balance in what you do. For instance, you get on, you, someone, someone um, compliments you for the jobs you did in, you know, putting on that seminar. And you can sit up there and say, oh, yeah, I'm bad. I did this. I did that. And you can go on like that for five, ten minutes. Or you could say, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate your, you know, your, how, you, how you're expressing your caring about what we did. But let me tell you, it's not just me. I had a great team behind me. I had a marketer here. I had this person here. And that, her name is Julie. And, and Susan did this. And, then, and Joseph did this. And, and, and Edward did this. And so now you're tooting the horn of all the people that made it possible. You're still tooting the horn, your own horn, but it's the horn of your team. So one thing that you can do that we would try to share with other people is to share the accolades. Take the accolade in, yes, right. or put it out there, but speak about it in terms of, of, of your people, you know? And, and you know, yeah, it's a yeah. good thing to talk, is to talk up about what you, you're doing and the excitement of what you're doing because when you allow yourself to speak to the best part of you, you give them now the permission to speak to the best part of them. You might need to say that again because <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> if you can remember it, say it one more time. <laughs> yeah, when you take the time to speak to those qualities, those experiences that are the best part of you, you in turn give them the right, the opportunity, the encouragement to speak to the best parts of them. You're doing it by example. Yeah. In fact, in Nelson Mandela's uh, inaugural speech, there's a part there, and I'll I'll look it up when when we go to break, that speaks to that exact point. And it's huge. It's huge. Um, It's huge. (laughs) Okay, so this isn't coming from me. This is coming from lots and lots of people who recognize this, this principle. I'll call it, I can I'll raise it to the level of being a principal. That's how powerful it is. Wow. So I'll tell you, we got first impressions. We got your why. Now let's talk how. about mm-hmm. how to get your mm-hmm. message out. Yeah, how or mm-hmm. now you got to get your message out on the internet. What's this about? Ooh. You know, you got out social media. <laughs> I mean, I know this is a, a workshop into itself, but let's just hit the high points of branding yourself on the internet. What's that yeah. involved? Well, you know, I think it involves one major thing. Um, Actually, sorry, two major things. One, 
You want to put enough information through content that establishes you as an expert in whatever it is that you're doing, because people want to speak to and employ or, or contract people who have or who are expert at what they do. So you have to be the expert. Okay, that's the first thing. And then the second thing that you have to do, which sometimes is not so easy as you're trying to be the expert, and that is to be personable, to develop a relationship through your conversation with your customers. Be they sometimes they call it the the humanizing part of social media, okay, or even your website. The humanizing part, that part that separates you and makes you likable and, and perceived as, as someone who I could have you know, coffee with and enjoy his company or her company. Someone who you, know, you can develop a relationship with. Those are the two things that you're trying to do in your website, on your three most important social media platforms, at least old school would be you know, Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, and, and Pinterest. Yeah, now there's plenty no many Instagram. more platforms out there. Excuse me? So, you know, Instagram, you show Pinterest over Instagram? Yeah, Instagram is good. I'm sorry, so I'll say four platforms because Instagram is very popular. It's a very strong visual medium. So thank you for that correction or that addition. Instagram would be part of that four. And maybe even Instagram before Pinterest. Not maybe, definitely. <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. let's talk about let's talk about just Pinterest for a second. A lot of people, even when we asked the question, a lot of people didn't really know what that is. What is Pinterest? Well, interesting enough, it started out uh, years ago as um, as a place where women met online in order to discuss and to show um, um, what do they call that? Not needlepoint, but tapestry and and the little craft works that they were doing, if you will. And it started to pick up very quickly because people, other women were very interested in what other women were doing along the craft lines. And they were sharing information and so forth. And they were sharing pictures, which a lot of people weren't doing a whole lot of before in terms of that. But then it started to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then they started sharing more than just crafts. And then they got bigger and bigger. And now it's now everything that you can think of is is in this medium. Um, it's a highly visual medium. And because of that, um, there's not a lot of opportunity to 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 write copy or to write content. So most people, you know, use it as a vehicle through which they get the viewer to now see this, like it, wow, and then click on their link or click on a call to action of some sort and then go that way. So it's used as a teaser for a call to action. But then again, it's also used when I first got into it. Um, I didn't have any idea what I was doing, but what I realized is that it would be easy for me to find pictures uh, around things that I loved. So I started putting in pictures of cars that I loved. I started putting in pictures of dogs that I love. I started doing all that after a while you know, my numbers were growing and my numbers were growing. And in a very short period of time, you know, I had like about 5,000 entries. I'm like, how could I gotten 5,000? But, but it did happen. And then lots and lots of followers based on it. I made a lot of great friends, okay, through Pinterest, which I, who I actually met or developed at least a phone conversation with. Some that I even hired to work with me on certain projects. So it was something that allowed me to, to get back in contact with people. It created relationships based around our, our similar likes. It's a great place to start. So how do you use it now? Well, there's a whole, that's a whole class. But nonetheless, 
that was its origin and, and it's very, and one, 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 one other point. It is a very good search engine optimization tool. No, I shouldn't even call it that. It's, it's easy. Sometimes your Pinterest page will appear on the first page of Google along a particular subject where you would have wanted your, your website to appear and it didn't, but your Pinterest page appeared. It happened to me. Wow. I can't remember what, what it was that I was um, speaking on, but my Pinterest page came up on the very, my Pinterest, you know, my Pinterest um, shot or what they call board came up on the very page that I wanted my name or my brand to appear. Instead, my Pinterest account appeared. Did I, did I say, wow. okay, no problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell take you that. what, man, we're going to, we're going to, uh, Take a short break and we come back. I want you to be thinking about on this break. Okay. Come back with the key steps to branding yourself. What, what are the first three to five steps that people need to do to get themselves, their personal brand together? And okay. also I want you to say how you help help them and how you can help them with these steps. All right? Okay. Good enough. All right. You listen to Mark Parr. I'm Cap Beverly Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues. Facing small business today. Helping you change capacity change your life. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back and we're going to wrap this up with the key steps to branding yourself. Hey America, we are your pets and this song is dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. So don't accept defeat Now you can get covered and still Buy me treats Enroll! So listen to me A talking pug, you see If you get health insurance Preventive care is now free So sweet You take care of your pets Now it's their turn to take care of you Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org To learn about your health insurance options That's GetCoveredAmerica.org And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. The Peters Brew, um, the smell is, the smell of this is actually amazing. Um, Where's come with the idea to make Jamaican gourmet coffee? Well, you know, um, it's probably one of the largest commodities in the world, Mm. coffee. And, um, you know, we drink a lot of it. And none of it is represented by us. You know, black coffee company. No, I don't. Okay, here you go. Peter Thomas Ooh, is rolling it. out Peter's Brew, Jamaica rum flavor, soft to chain. That's all I can say. I'm just going to let him know right you now. You get it. Petersbrew.com. Petersbrew.com. Okay. He not get your coffee. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> you drink coffee? Yeah, I drink it's coffee. It's crazy. I promise you. You're going to be like, it's crack. You're going to be cold. I want it to be crack. It's crack to have it. I'm just next week. It's your boy Blogzilla. We out. Don't judge. Don't judge. I'm Peter Thomas, and this is... I'm Cynthia Bailey, and you guys are watching... SRN Survival Radio Network. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people 
talking about real issues facing small business today. All right, this is Mark Barham, and I'm back with Mohammed Zaire. Welcome back about, to Cap Builder. Talking about talking about branding, and we had so many topics tonight. We talked about you know your image and things like that, and who you are and why you. But now as we're kind of wrapping the show up here, Mohammed. You know, I kind of gave yeah. you the task on break to come up with what are the steps. The branding, just initial steps. I know we can do a whole show on this, but sure, your recommendations sure. and the things we can do to help people get through these steps. Okay, let me take. The, uh, I promised you that I would look it up on the uh, on the internet. The 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 source of 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 that expression that I used. It was Nelson Mandela's inaugural speech. Uh, Marianne Williamson actually wrote this, but it says, "Our deepest fears is not that we are weak." Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that last part is where I was really going. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. We give people permission to speak their truth when we speak ours. So just wanted to say that. Now, getting back to the... So you know what? Right? Well, uh, I don't know. You may need to end the show with that. You can drop the yeah. mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can do a whole yeah, show exactly. on this. Yeah. This is a whole show. Right. And maybe we can consider yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, we really need people. you because of that. Yeah. That's yeah. Re- it's very powerful. So, well, go ahead. But on the personal brand. Do the, the key set. Yeah. Yeah. On go this, ahead. I think that one, number one would be to identify your personal skills and what, and what we can call your ownable a- attributes. These are the things that you know that you do well and the skill sets or, th- or, or, or a, a, um, an ability that you've acquired over time. It's kind of like what's on your resume. You know, what can you do? What have you done? Okay. So you need to make a list of that. That's really important. And the second thing, make sure that in all the things that you write down in terms of your skills, that you can, that you truly do excel in those areas and, and with those attributes. So if you say that you're a task solver, well, make sure you really do know how to do that. And if you say you're good at Microsoft Office, make sure you have excellent skills so much so excellent you could teach someone else how to do it. That's the level of excellence. The next thing is determine whether you can use them, meaning these skill sets, to di- differentiate yourself from other people. Are these does these skills and these uh, experiences separate you from the masses? If so, how so? Okay, and then maybe this. Consider this. Consider if these skills. Will, that we've just written down will bring you success and happiness over the course of your life. Why do we ask this question? Because if it doesn't make you feel good, you won't be able to do it for too long. And if you do it for long, That's not right. feeling good, you'll be that person people will never want to go to. Right. 
That's right. Because your attitude would be messing everything up. Oh, he has that funky attitude. Yeah, he knows his stuff, but I don't want to be around him. He's damn. His attitude ain't right. Right, 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 right. So that's where you would start. I think it's a great place to start. The resume helps you out a lot. Look at your resume. See what's real there. See what you still want to do. See what see the things you don't want to do anymore. It's a good place to start. Right. Pull out that resume. So what? Uh, let's talk about what we're going to do for people, you know, next year to try to help them, you know, get through this. You know, I, I have the things that I'm working on, the whole plan thing, but let's talk about some of your programs and things that you're going to be implementing to help people develop well, their brand. I think, you know, we, we just, I think everything we say and, and, and everything that comes into our shows really has great significance and, and a great deal of depth. This Nelson Mandela quote, um, of course, written by Marianne Williamson, is so powerful because it has so many areas that we need to correct based on our mindset, going back to the same thing. So what I hope to do is help people to understand what I'm calling their purpose. Why are you here? Okay. I don't mean it's so so esoteric that, you know, people are off in the skies. No, no. Why are you here? And it's very easy to understand why you're here. We can look at your history and look at certain parts of your history, parts of your life, certain experiences you've had, and it will help to define why you're here and what your purpose is. And all along, you've known it. You just never took the time to really inspect it. And when you know what your purpose is, it then leads you through life. It helps you to make the decisions really easily. It helps you to know who you are so you can say yes to you and no to anything that's not you because you took the time to to establish what is you. I call it purpose-led branding. And uh, I've used it with a, a lot of corporate clients and individual clients, and it works the same no matter what. And so we'll be helping people do that. In some ways, we may even pull together a um, uh, 30-minute session or 60-minute session to just do that, help people get started by just listening to their story and helping them to see what they just told me, that, they haven't, that they've been telling themselves all their lives, but they never thought it had value. <laughs> you know what? I think what we're going to do. We're going to do, at the beginning of the year, we're going to do a webinar just on that. Okay. okay. That'd be fun. Uh, we'll find somebody that needs help, <laughs> and we're going to listen to you coach them through this. Okay. 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 And, and I think that's going to be great, man. Uh, yeah, you know, that'll be fun. So, uh, until then, <laughs> so if people want to look you up and see if they can find you somewhere, where do they go? Well, um, the easiest way to find me is on my new branded website, which is your Y O U R Trusted T R U S T E D Advisors A D V I S O R S dot net dot net. It is a network of trusted advisors, uh, and basically we say <laughs> what we do is we solve problems, we enhance or expand ideas, and we manage the process of change. And we do it as a collective of professionals who are really great at what we do. Mark is in that group, and several other people are part of the network of people that we have to assist people to do whatever it is that's a challenge in their lives. Whether it's personal, whether it's business, doesn't make a difference. We have people who are really good at what they do. We have a great network. And my telephone number is 678-698-6608. And if you go to my website, you'll find all my social media there, too. 
Um, and even reference back to 360 Guerrilla Marketing, be your own brand, the seminars that we've taught, the training sessions we've done, and, and ones that we can do for other people in the future. So that's, how, that's the best way to get to me. Okay, so with that said, I want you to spend a little time giving me that last little pearl of wisdom, you know, <laughs> that uh, you want to pass out. Wow, wow. I would say very simply, BYOB. Be your own brand. Be courageous enough to speak the truth about who you are, what you do, and why you do it. And then let the chips fall where they may. But your courage in speaking your truth will be heard by the right people at the right time, all the time. All right. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming out tonight, taking a, taking that time to get with me. And you're going to do my next yeah. show next week. We're going to bring it to them one more year, as they say, <laughs> and uh, wrap, well, up, wrap, wrap up the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, well, thank you, Mark. Right. Thank you. All right, man. All right. Yeah. So, thank uh, you, man. You, you do a great so job all the time. And, and let me sing your praises right. again and again. And I do. I do every all time right. I'm out. All every right. time. Every all time. Every right. time. <laughs> thank every you. Time. Thank you. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. So you listen to us talk about branding tonight. You need to be your own brand manager. But you got to define that brand. You can't market yourself if you don't know yourself. You know, part of that process is also identifying how your brand can be unique, as you heard Mohammed say, from others in the same space and how to build an experience unlike all others around you. Get good at it by defining who you want to be as a person. It's the very important first step. You can't move ahead without knowing what we want out of life. Every brand does it, and so should you. So this is the thing Mohammed said tonight. Identify your personal skills and attributes. Make sure you excel at each of those skills and attributes. Determine whether you can use them to differentiate yourself. How do you? How are you different? And then consider if these skills will bring you to success and happiness that you deserve in your life. So this is Mark Parham. You've been listening to the Cat Builder Talk. We'll talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I'm here every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we're going to do a wrap-up show about getting you ready for 2016. We're going to have some great tips, and we're going to launch our campaign about they don't know they can, so be there. So I look forward to our next encounter. You travel safe during the holidays and enjoy the time you have either with yourself and with your family. I look forward to our next encounter. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show.
you've reached the Holiday Helpline, we can't answer your call because we're getting 50% off everything at OldNavy.com today. And you should be too at Old Navy's biggest cyber sale ever. Get 50% off everything on the site, no exclusions. Plus, today only, get a free pair of cozy socks with any purchase. But you better hang up and log on fast. It's today only at OldNavy.com. Valid 1127 online only, excludes gift cards and today only deals. Cozy socks, select styles only while supplies last. Starts at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific.